Welcome to the Jolf Man podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen and engage. I'm Neil Plummer and I am the Jolf Man, a name I seem to have picked up from children and teachers in primary schools. It's stuck and seems to fit well. I'm the host of this podcast and will be regularly looking to share thoughts and ideas about golf and in particular children and families' first experiences. Jolf's purpose is to provide accessible opportunities for children and their families in schools, the local community and at golf clubs to play golf independently, enjoy playing together and learn as they play. I hope you enjoy the podcast and please get, get in touch with your comments, feedback, thoughts and ideas. Hello Roy, welcome to the Jolf Man podcast. Hello. Um, I'm excited to put this together. Uh, we've known, known each other for a long time. Uh, I'm still learning my way as I go. I wouldn't say I'm an expert at podcasting whatsoever. Um, but following all of our conversations that we have on a regular basis, I thought it would be great to have a chat with you um, and see where you're at, what you're doing. Um, so for people that won't know, Roy we've known each other for quite a period of time and I'll explain I'll let, I'll let Roy in a bit explain how we know each other and what we've done because I think it'd be much better coming from you than it would be from me and we still communicate on a regular basis um, so Roy I'm interested for everybody to hear your journey as um, a golfer and also um, as a golf coach um, to where you are now where Congratulations, you've just been put onto the list of top 100 WGTF golf coaches. So over to you, Roy. Okay. Um, to golfer, different route to probably most golf coaches. Um, probably didn't start playing golf till I was like 19, 20, um, just for fun. And then obviously had the urge to want to get better, sort some experiences, um, which probably led me to meeting you. Um, that was about five, six years ago? 2014. 2014. Okay. So it was like six. Six, seven years. Six years. Um, and then I think... The, the the thing that changed my ideas on what is coaching was you actually asked about me. Um, what did I want? What did I need? As opposed to telling. Um, and then it just sort of started to unravel very fast. Because although you were, you'd had some golf lessons, you didn't play a huge amount, did you? With work and with your commitments and no. motorbikes and such. So, probably and was that was, was that also because you weren't necessarily enthused to play or asked no. to play yeah yeah I'd say the coaching was all tra your traditional golf coaching if you like this is how you hold it this is how you move it but never any why never any why do you want to play how do you want to why do you play golf? Which is probably one of my first questions I use now. Why do you play golf? 
it's an interesting. So, so if you were to ask me, if you were to ask me why I play golf, I think for a long time, up until probably last year, I didn't and I didn't enjoy it and I didn't like it. Whereas now, I enjoy playing golf. I enjoy the social aspect of it. I enjoy the random nature of hitting lots of different shots. Whereas I think for a long time, I always try to make it less random and more predictable. And I think that's where I've started to enjoy playing more, just enjoy and, and not even keeping score. It's been a really interesting probably six to 12 months of playing golf with, and not not playing the game of golf, which I know we've had lots of conversations around. But And I I'd imagine on the podcast at some point, I'll go into that in a bit more detail. Um so, so you, 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 we, we had some lessons. You started playing and played a lot more, then, didn't you? Yeah, played lots. Um, probably at least twice a week, I would say. Playing um, after work, sort of got the bug, I suppose you would call it. But, but the bug was more born from air sessions, I suppose. Um, understanding, trying to what I was trying to achieve and how I was going to do it. So the how you're going to do it, how you're going to complete a task is what what really caught my attention, I suppose. Um, rather than just being told this is the one way. Um, and, and, and do you feel that's then had an influence? That had an influence on your game at the time, but you feel obviously that's had an influence there also on your what you're doing Jeez. there with your coaching. Yeah, massive, massive. Okay, so so what I wanted to, what you haven't yet said was what your your job before was. Okay, so and then, and then and then what you then did because I think this is the bit that I wanted you to share with people because right. this is the most amazing bit of your story okay. so far. Okay, so I was running with my partner's dad garage. So I was essentially a car mechanic. Um, five days a week, eight till five. Um, Self-employed. Um, and it's what I've done since I've left school. Oil under your fingernails. <laughs> yeah, in the garage. Covered in dirt, freezing cold in the winter. Yeah. Um, very little. Um, lots of self-learning, though. So, like, problem solving. Yeah. That's where I was at. Um, and, and, and it was at a time, I think, obviously, I know you, you moved on to a different place, but it was at a time where myself and Neville were looking to build and develop Jolf and to take things forward and we left the facility we were at and we set up under the name of Brighton Junior Golf and we asked you to come along and work with us. Yeah, so I think... Which was a, which was a jump for probably both sides, wasn't it? Yeah, so um, I think it was probably about a year after we first met. Um, I started doing some stuff with... There was a cult at the golf club. Um, so I went and done like DBS and some set, just started doing some bits with those guys. Um, and then obviously went off and done my PJ level one for a weekend. 
Um, yeah, and then when you guys went off to Brighton Junior Golf, a sort of two days a week, I think it was, just came and done yeah. some shadowing. Yeah. Yeah. So again, you're probably too, you're probably too, um, probably don't want to admit this, but you were thrown in at the deep end. Um, for, for, and we all did, didn't we? We all, you know, it was always traditionally PGA golf coaches would go and deliver. Um, whereas we saw in you the qualities and skills and attributes and personal things that we wanted to try and use the golf bit of it we felt was easy to if you like teach you um through the process of sort of shadowing and questioning and those car journeys we went on uh, yeah. to different places um and then you started delivering on your own in the schools yeah yeah and that which was a baptism of fire i suppose yeah and and not at week the first weekend go to a golf club there's two bags of kit you got 30 children coming We'll see you tonight, you know. Um, yeah, a whole world apart from where I'd ever been, what I'd ever done. But, yeah, it was amazing. It is amazing. It is. Um, life changing is probably a bit of a cliche, but it, it has been. It It is. It is. And it's going to. Every week's different now even you're still doing the same thing. And it was, it was a classic case of stepping outside your comfort zone, wasn't it? At every moment, Huge. talking in front of people, talking to people, um, going to places new, doing new things. Yeah. It's hugely different. Um, just, yeah, the, the whole get up in the morning, going to go somewhere different. You never know what's going to happen. Unpredictable, but being prepared for as best you can for the situations that are going to arise. And yeah, it's, and it's been you know it's been amazing to see your growth and your journey. Um, and then obviously you moved things. I don't think things changed, but you know you wanted to progress your um, career and your coaching offer, and so then you moved to a club where you were coaching full-time, not necessarily working directly with us anymore. Um, and that's where you're still at. So what, what does that look like now? Yeah, so obviously when I was working for you, we, the, 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 the interim bit was I wanted to know more, even more. So we saw, I sought out some opportunities with some different people and started doing some training alongside the work and the stuff I was doing with you and Neville. Um, yeah, and then obviously the opportunity to go and work at a golf club and sort of use my skills instead of moving around in a fixed location to see what I could do as well as additional offer to some adult stuff alongside yeah. my junior offer. Um, obviously this last 12 months has been a little bit different with, with the world as it is. Um, yeah. so obviously plans didn't, you know, we, 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 I spoke to you and we I'd set some goals of like numbers of children per session and stuff like that. Um, didn't quite manage it, but it's always a work. Um, and I think that's one thing that you've always, it's, it's always been interesting in the chats we've had. And again, you know, maybe for anybody that's listening, coaches, parents, adults, you know, that ability to review 
and reflect and I think most importantly be critical about what what we've done in a in a sort of non-judgmental non um what's the word well let's say non-judgmental nature you know we did this this is what happened it's neither good nor bad let's let's move forwards and let's learn from it yeah and I think doing what I do now being in in a in in sort of a fixed environment you like it's quite easy to see from another coach you get stuck in that let's call it a rut if you like uh right the, the, the chats, the review, the reflection that, that we used to have, even if we'd been out, if I'd been out on my own for a day, just knowing that someone's there to, to bounce ideas off, go, right, you know, have you had that scenario? Have you ever, how would you have dealt with it differently? Or just to always look at what you're doing and keep moving forwards. Um, because it, it can be quite lonely. Yeah, and I think I've summed that up, or, or, or we've spoke a lot about, you know, okay, well, well, what now and what next? And I think that's a good question to continually ask. Again, whether whether it's a coach or whether it's a parent or even, you know, children are, are listening or people are listening and want to improve their golf, you know, what now, what next? What happened? What's going on? What am I going to do next? Because it could be that the what next is, let's do that again. I enjoyed it so much that I want to experience something like that again. And that's fine. It could be what next I want to get better, whatever it might be. Which you've 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 constantly done and well, I suppose you did when you were a mechanic and you constantly done now as a, as a as a golf coach. Yeah, I think I think that that thirst to always want to know a little more. Um is probably half of half of my enjoyment of the process I suppose you know um, historically I probably was never really that academic at school wasn't really the person that was going to read a book um, was never led down that path I suppose it was always a practical application and I suppose as you get older you view things and you meet people along your way and you look at things in a dip. Actually, do you know what? Sometimes just give it a go because we are all... and, I think, and I think it's interesting what you say about maybe the people we meet along the journey and keeping those people close or, you know, connecting. And yeah. I've sort of talked a lot recently about, or thought a lot recently about tribes, you know, having accountability tribes, people that I and I am accountable to it, even if it's just a sort of a text or a, a message or a, a something. And, and, and also, you know, try to be accountable with this, this recording of this podcast, you know, every day going to do something. Um, it's just interesting. So I, I want to try and keep us on some sort of time. I don't want us to sort of get yeah, into okay. an hour and a half of chatting. So, so my, my question for you was following on from a, an earlier episode. So what, what is an expert and, you know, are you an expert and, I wanted to just get your view on what's an expert. Are you an expert? And if you are, what areas are you an expert in? I know we had a chat okay. about this prior to setting the record button, um, but I would just be interested to get your opinion because since doing the podcast, mine has, I wouldn't say it's changed, but it's evolved yeah. and it's got deeper and I'm getting some quite interesting thoughts about it, but I was interested to get yours and maybe people hear yours okay. as well. Um, <clears throat> so 
Am I an expert in everything that I do? No. Um, so, to be an expert would possibly... I would be the person that people would come to for the answer, maybe. Um, certain aspects of what I do, I'm still probably novice stroke intermediate and i think that the areas i would reflect on and go and find search out the answers that i need or find someone i know as far as being an expert with junior coaching um yeah i would say so um experiences the amount i've done it i mean um i think when i was working for jolf there was a point where i was over 200 children a week I was seeing um, yeah. in golf club, school clubs, um, community environments, um, yeah. special, not special schools, but children with additional needs in schools like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I would say junior children, yeah, definitely an expert. And so, and so interestingly, with, and again, just an aside, with that, your coaching of children it's not like you necessarily had any formal training but you certainly gained a lot of on-the-job experience and informal training that allowed you to then go into those environments go into those um to, to meet those children where they're at at that particular time and and deliver the experience yeah yeah and i, I think i think it's an interesting question for, for anyone you're coaching um so, for example, the PJ Level 1 course I did, fan, great. But in a room full of adults, the conversation is so different. Um, then when you actually go back to a golf club and you try and put all of that information into practice, yeah, it's really hard. Whereas actually going so, to watch someone do it, so shadowing, making your notes, yeah. having the chat when the session's finished... And then actually yeah. just going, do you know yeah. what, today's the day I'm going to get stuck in, go. Yeah. It, it's interesting, isn't it? Because we, we've talked a lot about chats. And so, you know, some will be formal in nature, some will be informal in nature, some will be through text, some will be through Teams, some will be through recording yeah. a podcast, lots of different chats that, you know, on, on the face of each of them, they might not mean anything. But once you start adding these chats together they add up don't they and again i think probably my my aim with the podcast is that if people were to listen to them they'd see that maybe there's a random nature to each of the individual chats or podcasts but once you start to see them that there's there's constant um themes and flows that add together because so, we always come back to some similar things don't we when we yeah chat. and and i think so so for like all of my parents that come obviously the chats might not like you said might not mean anything at this moment in time but give it six months and i don't know but like the chats we have i have with other coaches other people around me sometimes you're doing something and all of a sudden you're going yeah i remember that we yeah, yeah. okay and then you can take like go back and re review it reflect it and go actually i might do that differently next time or i might listen to that again and i might hear something else um, 
and so I suppose that you know with where we are at the moment with the the lockdown and with golf coaches maybe um, not as busy as they'd like to be maybe it's a case of everybody reaching out for chats that might not mean anything on the first instance but you add one chat to another to another to another and then they start to mean something a bit like you know it's interesting what you say about coaches talking to parents or other adults you know one chat's not going to mean much but another one and another one another one once you've got once you're 10 chats down the line it adds up to something doesn't it it definitely does i also wonder whether as well whether it's just chatting to oneself as well you know that internal dialogue that we all go through you know i'm I'm constantly writing little notes putting stuff down sending a message here sending a message there that again on its own doesn't add up to much but once you start to add those chats and those little bits of information together. That's where it starts to really cement into something. Yeah. Mm, Okay. So, so what areas um, as you go forward over the next, maybe sort of six weeks of lockdown or however long it is, are you going to sort of develop expertise in where's your attention? So, Make make yourself accountable on this podcast. Make yourself accountable. So at the moment, um, the, the the family offer at, at the golf club I work at is is pretty poor, so um, I'm going to work on that. Work out how I'm going to do it, and why I'm going to do it, and put together a plan to start to implement it as soon as we're allowed back. Because um, obviously, family play at the moment is one of the only things you can probably do outside um and then obviously that i need to integrate that into my weekly program more um certainly the last six eight months there hasn't been enough on course or or play on the grass even um yeah so we need i need um and that's always been huge for me is and and that stems from what we've done together when i first met you is it's always it has to be about playing the game um, the environment so important to it, and also the, the the understanding of why we're stood in a driving range sometimes for an hour every Sunday afternoon. The children need to know what we, you know, when they play football, they go and play football. They don't don't stand in a line and kick one ball at a time. They play. There's definitely a time and a place for that on occasions, isn't there? But I think it's. Um... Yeah. Keeping those. I mean that 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 little term that you just said there about playing on the grass or grass as you lock balls <laughs> down the south. Um, that that I think is is probably again something that as as parents or as 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 adults or as coaches we are are our children or are we playing enough on the grass? Just it, it's something that I'm really conscious of coming from the environments I used to work when I was working for Jolf to to have city. Yeah. It's it's definitely something that I reflect on a lot. Am I in there too much? Am I in there not enough? Am I using my environment as well as I could as a golf coach? Okay, so, so that, that's a really nice point and maybe a nice point to round it off on for parents and, and anybody to consider if they're talking about first experiences or experiences with children that, you know, are you using the environment to the best of one's ability? Are you using the environment to create the best play experience possible? Um, 
to so that children fall in love with playing and and, and we yeah. fall in love with playing. Um, okay, this this obviously won't be our first and last chat, yeah. as you can imagine, because we chat a lot, and I will get you back on because I need to. There's going to be a lot of content needed for me to do it every single day. Um, if people want to get in touch, get in contact with you to search out more or to have yep. a chat with you, which I would encourage people to do, you know, because you've got an insight that I think could be really interesting for anybody yep. to, okay, to talk so, about. Um, normal stuff, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, or ping me an email, royalistgolf at gmail.com. Um, yeah, and what talk to some different people share some experiences yep. um i've got loads of questions in my head i need answering still so and i'm sure everyone else does. yeah without Keep asking doubt. those questions okay roy listen thank you so much for your time i'm going to um sign off with this the longest podcast so far i mean i don't know when i'm going to send this out but um the longest podcast so far and we well but also probably one of the shortest conversations yeah. we've had um, no, so thank, thank you for your time, and uh, we'll thank speak you. again soon. Thanks, Roy.